broadcasting around the world. This is the Hard Asset Money Show. Your wealth, your money, your future. Serious talk about what's happening and how you can profit. Live in 3, 2, 1. Okay, everybody, welcome back. This is Christian Briggs, the host of the Hard Asset Money Show, coming to you live from San Juan, Puerto Rico, every day. We have a show today that I think is going to rival anything we've so far talked about. We all know that the Federal Reserve is trying to get ahead of this inflation and raising rates to levels that are probably going to make everybody cringe. Uh, I have a feeling that we're going to see inflation numbers at all-time highs, interest rates at all-time highs, especially with uh, the current sediment out there. Uh, very pessimistic on the economy. This could really be a, a bad couple, three years ahead of us for equities and bonds and probably real estate. So stay tuned. We've got a hell of a show. Stand by. Here we go. This podcast is brought to you by Hard Asset Management. We have the guaranteed lowest prices on all precious metals and rare coins. Call us at 844-426-4653. That's 844-426-4653. All right, welcome back, everybody. This is Christian Briggs. We are going to do a hell of a show today on monetary policy. So the Federal Reserve, in the last couple weeks, have been signaling that they intend to raise rates pretty aggressively. Now, a lot of people are thinking, okay, well, you know, quarter point here, maybe a quarter point there. We could even see a half a point once in a while. Well, obviously, the market is anticipating much higher rate increases than that. Right now, we're looking at probably half point uh, increases at least six to eight this year from what I'm hearing and as many as 16 over the next 18 months. Now I'm pretty good at math, but in this case, I don't have to be that great, nor does anybody else to take 16 times, even a quarter point, let alone a half point. That's a lot of rate hikes and it's a lot of hiking altogether in sense of percentages. So we may actually see mortgages at nine, 10, 11%. Now I make the comment, here in the last couple of weeks when being asked, what do I think about you know real estate? I'm not an expert. I certainly don't have a real estate license, but I do tend to uh, follow the trends and I look at the markets and I can say this, if people are already having trouble with affordable housing, we're nearly 500 cities in America have an average cost of home ownership at $1 million or more in nearly 500 cities. And people are now having trouble paying for those or getting financing at around three, three and a half percent a few months ago, how in the hell are they going to afford them at 9%? Now, if anybody can give me the reasoning that home ownership becomes more affordable at nine or 10%, uh, verse three, I'd be interested in hearing that. Conclusion is housing prices are going to come down. That's your conclusion. That's the answer. And we are in a market where it's just not sustainable. Now, cover, uh, cover headlines, front page. Uh, we're seeing this. This is this is like unbelievable that we're actually having to talk about the Federal Reserve is having to literally jump through hoops to try to quickly bring down this inflation number because it's out of control. Like it's out of control. So there's a headline today. The Fed is scared shitless. The events in monetary policy over the last few weeks have reminded a lot of us that you 
are looking at behind the curve. Okay. So we get behind the curve and all of a sudden you're now having to jump ahead. You're having to accelerate what should have been done in a more timely, efficient manner. So when some of these articles that are coming up right now where the Fed is behind the curve, they are massively behind. We should have had rate hikes six months ago. We should have never, ever spent an extra four to six trillion dollars over the last 18 months. The current administration put even more cash in the system thinking or telling at least people, hey, the more money we put into the system and the more money we drop from helicopters and the more money we give to people for not working or subsidized working or for more social entitlement programs, which is great because people need help sometimes, but there is a limit to what you should be doing. So with all of that said, they put another up to $6 trillion into the market with an already a saturated amount of cash out there. Everybody's rich. Well, all of a sudden, inflation is now 15, 20, 25%. The Fed is literally scared shitless, according to an article here. So if you look at the last few weeks, the FOMC, okay, that's the Federal Reserve, has unanimously decided that decisive action is needed. No shit, really? About time. Last week, St. Louis Fed President James Ballard came right out and said it. Ready for this? Get ready. Here we go. Calling it the Fed behind the curve. Hmm. So before qualifying his language, he said that markets pricing in a 3.5% rates by 23 was a bit slower than he anticipated, according to CNBC. Uh, Bullard also said last week that inflation is too high and the Fed needs to act. Hmm, really? U.S. inflation is exceptionally high, and that doesn't mean 2.1 or 2.2 or something. This means comparable to what we saw in the high inflation era in the 70s and 80s. Even if you're very generous to the Fed in interpreting what the inflation rate really is today, you'd have to raise the policy rate a bit. So again, reminding everyone that heavy delusion still exists in the world of central banking. Okay, listen. Bullard said it would be different this time because the Fed has, wait for it, more credibility? I don't think so. No, I don't think any credibility right now has been established with the way the printing of the money, the literally telling people last year, okay, last year, starting in 21, they basically said that we're going to have inflation in the first half of 21, but it's going to subside. It's going to go down. This is just temporary. This is going to be back to two or 3%, probably by the end of 21, if not sooner. So everyone's like, oh, okay, let's just keep printing the money. Let's just keep the quantitative easing going. And next thing you know, we're going to be at 2% inflation by early 22. Okay. Well, not. So now all of a sudden we have inflation running at closer to 13 to 14% minimum, according to Trueflation. If you go to the chain link, which is part of blockchain, which is empirical data, now the Federal Reserve is scrambling. And I mean scrambling which means bonds are going to get crushed, crucified, and, well, you might as well burn them. The difference between today and the 1970s is central bankers have a lot more credibility. Remember that. See, they've got credibility now because they become almost like celebrities. So because of that stature or that prominent place of which we've put these people in society, we look to them now 
and hang on every word they say. The problem is they're no more better than the average Joe throwing darts at the board, determining whether he should buy stocks, sell stocks, whether he should buy gold or he should sell real estate. It really has become massively confusing for these people to be able to be honest enough and admit defeat in some areas or mistakes in other areas. We all make mistakes. It's going to happen. It's just the way it is. But they come out and say, well, you know, maybe we need to get a little more aggressive. No, you're panicking. You're panicking people up there. So now in the 70s, no one believed the Fed would do anything about inflation. It was kind of a chaotic era, if you remember. You really need really former Fed chair Paul Volcker to come in where he basically said, we're going to stomp this dragon. We're going to stomp this thing out. We're going to put our head uh, into the game and we're going to make things happen instead of just sitting on the sidelines and being a, a, a spectator, not a participant. He slayed the inflation dragon and established credibility quickly and effectively back in those 70s and 80s. After that, people believed the central bank would bring inflation under control. Okay, This is a, this is a no a no contest kind of situation where it's not a matter of right or wrong anymore at this point. You just got to do the job, right? Get the job done. Even one of the other Federal Reserve governors, uh, Bernard, came out just recently to help kind of set the tone in the last week or so, commenting that the Fed's balance sheet runoff will be rapid. Now, I just two weeks ago spoke uh, with a number of people that are looking and possibly transitioning from a lot of equity and and bonds, possibly even in the um, the crypto business, uh, where they had started talking about maybe buying some more gold, and they had asked me to kind of give my thoughts on on purchasing of gold and what I thought of it. And I said then, I said, listen, you're going to have at least 10, 12, 15 rate hikes. The bond market cannot support those kind of rate hikes. It's just not. There, if you look at like municipal bonds, they're down 20% in the past six months, 20%. 20% effective face value decrease, and probably another 30 to 40% is very likely, according to what I've been reading. Now, if you have 40 50% face value loss, in other words, face value means your, your basis, okay, or your, your, your value of those bonds, yeah, the rates will still pay 5 or 6% based on what you probably bought them at, but... If they're long-term, it's going to be a while until those face values get back up to par. So what's happening is they're getting crushed on the value of those. Rates are going up. I think we can all absolutely agree inflation is too high and bringing inflation down is a paramount importance, right? We can all agree on that. So if we see these things and you know that they're going to have to increase those rate hikes, unless you're just living on a lot of those bonds income, which a lot of people do, which is completely normal and that's fine. Then you can live out the duration of it. It is a, a long term though. They'll probably be fine in the sense that 30 year treasuries, I mean, they're not going anywhere. 10 year treasuries are not going anywhere. You're just going to have to be living in a very volatile world. And given the fact that your principal, which I call it the value of the bonds go down, Yes, and you need cash, that could tremendously hurt your investment portfolio uh, value. That's why we say is diversify, right? You have that, that opportunity to have a very well-built, well-understood long-term investment portfolio. And again, not being investment advisors, obviously we're precious metals and rare coin dealers, and I do the show as kind of a, a way of which to enlighten people to the value of hard assets, especially when you look at a diversified portfolio for the long-term investor. And with the Fed now finally saying, and again, one of the Federal Governor Reserve uh, members, she was saying that the Fed would raise rates methodically as soon as next month. Well, we talked about that, right? Okay, so they raised the rates in March, like they said. Now, they have a $9 trillion balance sheet. 
Okay, let's talk about that. Now, that's going to be made up of bonds, a lot of bonds, and I mean a lot of bonds. So $9 trillion of cash is going to get sucked out of the economy. You understand me? So we put in about $15 trillion in the last three and a half years. We're going to suck nine right back out. That is going to be an unbelievable disruptive force within the equities, bonds, and even real estate market. The Hard Asset Money Show will be right back after a word from our sponsor. Green energy demand should turbocharge silver prices to $200 an ounce, according to many experts around the world. Silver in 2020 rose nearly 48%, beating the S&P by double, while the dollar declined close to 7%. Hard Asset Management has the guaranteed lowest prices, fast and easy ordering, award-winning customer service, and expedited shipping. Call now and get your free hard asset management information kit on how easy it is for you to own silver. 844-426-4653. 844-426-4653. Now, not like 2008, which we had credit defaults, right? We had too many people that were getting too many loans, but inflation was tame. We were at that 3%, give or take, mark. Home ownership was, you know, obviously rampantly uh, doing well from 2002 to 2007, I mean, going into eight. But the problem was we didn't have 15% inflation then. We didn't have 40 more million people not working like we do now that are getting long-term benefits. Whole different monster right now. So when they say they've got to methodically get this done, in other words, they've got to raise rates, they're not joking, people. In fact, they're not bullshitting anybody. They're scared to death. Headline says right here, I've said it before, the Fed is scared shitless about what's happening and what's forthcoming. So if you have bonds and you're going to have to sell those bonds at some point in the next two or three years, you may want to consider lightening up now before they hit any more of their of your principal value. Um, again, only if that's the case. That's something that I would personally look at because I, I – don't have bonds. I would never have bonds in an interest rate hike environment whatsoever. Gold is obviously going to be the number one hedge. And we all, of course, like other precious metals, according uh, to what we're seeing right now, platinum, palladium, and of course, our rare coin prices are doing incredibly well. So going back to really this balance sheet problem. So when you're looking at the Federal Reserve that had pumped all this cash into the system by buying municipal bonds, they bought Taxable ones, non-taxable. They were buying uh, mortgage-backed securities. They were buying treasuries. They were buying high-yield bonds, which are basically junk bonds. Well, guess what? Those bonds are now getting hammered. And that means the Fed is going to have losses on their balance sheet. So if they did buy $9 trillion worth of bonds, those bonds might be worth $7 trillion or $7.5 trillion now, give or take, depending upon which ones they bought, because they're not buying anymore. Instead of QE, which is quantitative easing, it's now QT, which means quantitative get the hell out of the market and dump the bonds movement. That's what it is now. So we are prepared to take a stronger action, according to a recent statement by the Federal Reserve, as inflation goals have not been met. Federal Reserve Bank of Cleveland President Loretta Mester added to this in late March, along with Federal Reserve Governor Christopher Waller, we are in trouble. In my view, inflation, which is at a 40-year high, is the number one challenge for the U.S. economy at this time, Mester said in a late March interview with Wall Street Journal. Duh. Based on my current outlook and my assessment of the risks to the outlook, I believe it will be appropriate this year to move the target range of the Fed funds rate up to its longer run level. 
which I estimate to be at least 2.5%, and to follow with further rate increases next year, she commented. Wow. Wow. That's big. I mean, that's that's really bad. So again, we're, we're looking at an issue now that we could see as many as 16 rate hikes. 16 rate hikes. And that is one of those Wow moments. And I mean, wow. The data is basically screaming up to 50 basis points, Waller also said in late March, before qualifying his statement by saying the Fed was cautious about geopolitical events. What he was trying to say was, we basically should have done 50 basis points instead of 25 in March, but with the Ukrainian invasion by Russia, we wanted to be a little more uh, soft pedaling on the aggressive rate increases, which probably makes some sense. I will give them that. That that does make sense because nobody really knew the aggressive tactics that Russia uh, was going to take against Ukraine, and obviously the Ukrainians have been incredibly um, uh, resilient and pushing back, which gives you a real strong testimony to their to their character. I mean, they're good people, and and of course, my uh, part of my family comes from Eastern Europe, so you know I'm always in favor of the little guy, and I give them credit where credits due. So again, Federal Reserve was probably within a decent guidelines, but now gloves are off, people. You got to raise the rates. Unfortunately, it's going to be devastating to the equity markets. It's probably going to create a massive unemployment issue probably later this year, early next year. Recession is imminent, according to Bank of America. Today, there's a recession shot coming, which I think is a nice way of saying it's more than what people think. So now let's continue here about how bad it goes, but I'm getting waved. Okay, got to take a commercial break. Stand by, everybody. Don't go away. We're going to get in some heavy-duty numbers. Thank you. Stand by. Here we go. If you've got a collection of precious metals in United States or world rare coins, call one of our account executives at Hard Asset Management, the world's rare coin and precious metals dealer, and they'll be happy to give you a free evaluation and appraisal on the value. And we can give you guidance on any recommendations that you may need. Free shipping on all precious metals and rare coins orders. 844-426-4653. That's 844-426-4653. All right, welcome back, everybody. Today we're talking about headlines, big article. And it's, uh, you know, it's interesting. It says the Fed is scared shitless. This was a, literally an article today, and I had to pull that information. Plus, I pulled in about five or six other really good Places which we can get some incredible statistics that just show we are we are definitely in for one hell of a ride in the economy this year. And I, I, I pity the people who don't and have not gotten the gold and platinum or palladium and even some silver. And of course, whenever you're buying precious metals, you got to have rare coins because rare coins are resilient to economies, whether good or bad. They just they go based on demand. They go based on supply. And of course, the supply of rare coins are always diminishing. They're not fixed. They're diminishing as more collectors get in. And we have seen our portfolios that we've recommended to people are built in, in single recommendations as well as these big portfolios. I mean, in the last three and a half, four years, we've had several of our of our top coin recommendations or areas of which that we recommend um, pretty aggressively now for almost 40 years. But just in the last three and three and a half years, we have seen some incredible returns. And again, it's it's not volatile. It's not get rich quick, but it is get rich over time. You know, what they say is wealth preservation first, wealth creation second. And we like to think that we have a little bit of both uh, when diversified properly. But let's go back into the, the Fed here. We are, we are definitely seeing some interesting politics going on, both in the administration, outside, 
in the Federal Reserve, also on Wall Street, and, and various people have different opinions, but I can tell you this, that 99%, 99% of the opinions out there are consistent in one manner. We need to raise rates, probably to levels that have only been in imagination. This isn't like, oh, it's 1981 or it's 1982. No, 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 no. What you have here is you have artificially stimulated the economies around the world through entitlements, through uh, COVID, through uh, pork financing, spending, pet projects, get rich quick ideas for, for various people that are in, in powers of authority. Whatever the case, whatever the excuse, whatever the means of which they did it, shit's done, people. It's done. It's already here. Now, what are we going to do about it? Well, there are a lot of things. But before we get to that, I'm going to tell you just about how rapidly the economy is deteriorating. So now that we know that the Federal Reserve has $9 trillion on the books, that's $9 trillion. Now, I don't know how much that is. I really don't. I mean, mathematically, I can see $9 trillion on paper with a lot of zeros, but when it comes to understanding it, that's a big number. And I think anybody would agree that $9 trillion, when looked upon, is something that is a behemoth. Now, remember, that's just the Federal Reserve. They're going to pull that $9 trillion out of the United States economy. That is three times nearly the amount of government revenues. So now you're going to pull $9 trillion dollars nine trillion dollars back out of the economy by the federal reserve what happened to the 30 nearly one trillion dollars we have as our national debt but when adding in all of our long-term liabilities and debt we're like about 150 trillion dollars in debt right now now people remember we only have about a three and a half trillion dollar cash flow so let's just take this for a second let me just step on this this one um animal here for a second i'm gonna put my foot on the neck because this thing needs to be talked about we have 150 give or take in total debt and liabilities in this country 150 trillion dollars okay one five zero t not b t for trillion two we have three and a half trillion dollars top line revenue in the federal government there is no profit. It's all debt. So I can't say bottom line. It's all top line. Now, here's where it gets scary. And we're going to pull out $9 trillion that was infused into the system that should have never, ever been infused into that system, our economy. So then we start looking at what the Federal Reserve is saying here. So let's look at this. We are prepared to take stronger action, according to Federal Reserve. If inflation goals aren't met, well, I don't think they've been met very well because over a year or so ago, our current Treasury Secretary said, oh, by the end of the second half of 21, we should see inflation at well under 5%. That's 5%. Okay, let me get my calculator here for a second. Hold on. All right, I'm doing the math here. Nope, nope, doesn't add to 5%. Damn it. I thought for sure two and two would equal six. So their math, which God knows where they, they, they get their calculators from because they're not working properly, is closer to about 13%. So I guess the the 5% or lower didn't quite work out. So the basically what we're doing here is we're looking at at least 50 basis points or a half a point increase on at least the next two to three interest rate uh, hike meetings when the FOMC meets. So once they meet and the Federal Reserve determines that inflation is far greater, far further, much deeper into the economy than they had first thought, we might even see five, six, seven half point, that's three and a half percent 
on top of the quarter we did. So let's say they get to between three and a half and four percent increase. Okay, people, that's about an eight to ten percent mortgage. You think that's going to bode well for equities, bonds, or real estate? What do you think is going to happen to precious metals and rare coins? Yeah, exactly. The Hard Asset Money Show will be right back after a word from our sponsor. With many gold experts predicting gold can surge up to $25,000 an ounce, now is the time to buy gold. Hard Asset Management has the guaranteed lowest prices, fast and easy ordering, award-winning customer service, and expedited shipping. Gold was up 25% last year, an incredible return for any investor. Call now or go to our website at bmcham.com and get your free hard asset management information kit on how easy it is for you to own gold. 844-426-4653. So as one of the basic uh, fundamentals, Federal Reserve member Waller, he continued, I really favor front-loading our rate hikes. I agree with that. 100% agree with that. We should have already done that. That we need to do more with withdrawal of accommodating everything that we're looking at. So now if you want to have an impact on inflation later this year and next year, you're going to have to front end load that stuff right now. So in that sense, the way to front end load is to pull some rate hikes forward. You understand that? So what I anticipate they are going to do is they're going to go ahead and increase the amount of rate hikes this year as a way to start to stop the economy. They don't want it to slow down. They literally want it to stop. So again, this is the reason why today, today, Bank of America raised gold prediction to $2,500. $2,500 today, okay, for this year, okay? $2,500 is what they raised. Now, that from right here now, from where we're at, is a 20 plus, almost 25, it is, it's over 25%, what I'm saying, because we're hovering around 1955, almost 1960 right now for gold. So let's just call it two thousand dollars. So that's about twenty five percent. So if you're in the in equities and bonds, and you could potentially lose twenty or thirty percent as far as your principal, you lose it when you sell it. Obviously, if you can weather the storm in your long term, and you live on dividends and you live on interest, different ball game. But at the same time, who the hell wants to watch their money go from a hundred thousand dollars in the market to seventy five thousand or fifty thousand dollars, even if you don't need it? And when you sell it at a hundred, transition and pivot like the rich people do, the top one percent and put your money into the area that's moving up next so you can maintain a consistent growth for the long term, or you just diversify. Diversify is really, in my opinion, the best way. Yeah, X amount of equities, X amount of bonds, you have your real estate, you've got your precious metals and rare coins. And theoretically, over the long term, that is the best way of doing it, rather than trying to guess 100% here, 100% there, 100% there by moving all around. But now that we know that the Fed is going to get exceedingly aggressive, not extremely, exceedingly aggressive on the next several rate hikes, minutes from the Fed's March meeting showed consensus around shrinking the balance sheet by $95 billion per month, minimum. So just remember what that means. They're going to suck that $9 trillion out at a minimum, and I think it's going to be more than that, but we'll, we'll say, let's just go with their $95 billion. They're going to suck that cash at $95 billion a month. Now, as they're doing that, bonds are going to go down. As the rates go up, bonds go down, equities go down, the economy starts to slow. Probably going to fall off a freaking cliff here pretty soon, probably a lot sooner than people expected. Because remember, a year ago, they were like, oh, no, 3% inflation, end of the year, no big deal transitory. Oh, okay. Well, how'd that work out? Um, you know, I have a calculator. Maybe they should have called me to use mine. It's right here. Hear it. 
There's my calculator right here, but they didn't call me. I probably would have helped the shit out of them. All right, finally, as we move into the more minutes of the Fed, because we're going to get to the finally part here where it's going to make you think about a lot of things. Here we go. One thing is for sure. The talk is getting tough, okay, within the Federal Reserve. And we're also starting to see one of the most single aggressive rate hike policies in history. So coming out of Washington by the Federal Reserve and the policymakers in the last couple of weeks has stood at stark odds with the action that they have taken. Okay, and we can agree with that. They didn't get aggressive enough. They should have stopped doing the QE, the quantitative easing last year. They should have never touched that last year, but they kept buying 80, 90 billion dollars worth of these bonds or government-backed securities of some sort with their mortgages or munis, whatever they may be, they kept buying and they bought and they kept interest rates as low as they could. But at the end of the day, inflation was kicking up so hard they had no choice. So now instead of being able to say, okay, we took the steps needed as soon as we needed to take them. Now they're going to have to play catch up and catch up is going to hurt. It's going to sting. It's going to probably cause a massive recession. And this could lead to a, another 2008 times 10. Why? Because in 2008, we did not have 40 year inflation. We had minimal inflation, checkable inflation, understood inflation. We are out of control. So now let's look at what we're thinking is going to happen for the next pretty much, I would say, 18 to 24 months. So not only do comments from the federal governors this past month suggest that they knew they were behind, but they also suggested that they knew that not enough has been done in the last meeting, and this was going to likely set them further behind. So what are they doing? So now what they're saying is we're not going to just have a soft landing, which a soft landing would basically be construed as we took the steps necessary early enough not to create a shock within the system. Well, that shock is, is already hit. So Bank of America said two profound things. One, we're going to be in for a shock recession. Two, gold is likely to hit $2,500 this year. Now that's, again, 25% plus where it's from at right now. Okay, that's a great return considering we're looking at about, what, seven more months into the market. So it's fantastic time to get gold. It's fantastic time to get metals. And of course, we love our rare coins. So if we look at the Fed and we look at this in an honest manner, it almost feels like taking the action of these next few 50 basis point hikes isn't even enough anymore. It has been well telegraphed that there will be a little surprise factor in the market, which I believe will continue to plunge as rate hike shocks make their way through the through the uh, outstanding debt in the system. In other words, they're going to pull their money back. Federal Reserve is going to start pulling $95 billion minimum per month out of the economy. Two, they're going to rate um, hike us to death, which means we're going to have interest rates, which then you're going to have car loans at eight or 9%, 10%. You're going to have mortgages at eight or nine, 10%. You're going to have car prices come down. Home prices are going to crash. If that happens, if we get to eight or nine, 10% mortgage by end of year, early next year, you can, you can kiss home prices goodbye, which is not a bad thing for people that are sitting on cash right now. But at the same time, how long will these high interest rates last? How long can we do it without having to raise taxes because the debt is so big? The Hard Asset Money Show will be right back after a word from our sponsor. The world is in crisis, with political unrest and financially unstable countries trying to print their way to prosperity by taking on trillions of dollars of new debt. 
It's incredibly concerning. That's why you need to own silver as a hedge. So call today to receive the free hard asset information kit on how easy it is to own silver. Green energy demands will possibly turbocharge silver prices to 50, 100, even 300 an ounce according to many experts around the world. Silver is a proven hedge against inflation. Since 1971, silver has returned over 11% when averaged yearly. Silver is a proven wealth preservation for hundreds of years. Silver in 2020 rose over 47%, while the dollar declined close to 7%. Hard Asset Management is a trusted leader in precious metals and rare coins for nearly 40 years. We have the guaranteed lowest prices, fast and easy ordering, expedited shipping, with award-winning customer service available 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. CST, Monday through Friday. So protect yourself from the chaos. Invest in stability with Hard Asset Management. Call now and get your free hard asset management information kit on how easy it is for you to own silver. 844-426-4653. 844-426-4653. I was reading something the other day regarding all of this. When we raise interest rates like this, when we sell more bonds or more treasuries, not bonds, but treasuries into the marketplace, right? We're going to sell treasuries. We're going to be paying stupid amounts of interest on the new debt that we're going to use to pay like the old debt off, but now instead of the old debt, which is at low rates, we're going to have new debt to pay off the old debt at much more substantially three to four five times higher rates on the interest we pay, which is going to devastate our economy even further. So this is a perfect storm. Think about this for a second. Let's just think about this. Take a step here. Okay, with me. Walk, walk down this real path of understanding here. It's called enlightenment. One, we have $9 trillion worth of cash coming out of the economy by the Federal Reserve over the next probably 12, 18 months, maybe 24 months. Bad, bad, bad. Two, inflation is not going down anytime in the near future. Bad, bad. Three, mortgage rates, 8, 9, 10% potentially. That's devastating. And unemployment's going to be going up because you think consumers can keep paying that kind of stuff? No, they're not going to be able to pay it. They can't pay the car prices. They can't pay the food prices. They can't pay utility prices. The green energy movement, the renewable energy is causing parts of California and the East Coast and other parts of the United States. People cannot afford to pay their electricity bill. That's the way it is. Now they're talking about current administration wants to raise taxes to the highest level in, in literally modern history. So one, you'll have less discretionary disposable income. And what you do have is going to be unbelievably going less and less and less by the day in, in its purchasing power. So again, it makes the case, buy precious metals, put money in rare coins, because none of the stuff I'm telling you is things of which that we personally believe it is what is happening. This is happening right now. So if, and again, I go back to the if, we see 16 rate hikes, whether we see 12, the bottom line is we're going to see interest rates at unbelievable rates. And for the Fed to basically have waited this long was either naive, mismanagement, on top of naiveness. Naiveness, they just didn't know. Mismanagement is they just don't know what to do, okay? They did before, they waited too long, or they just don't know what to do at all, or it's politics, or it's something, because it doesn't make sense. Why would you knowingly know that the longer you wait, the more you devastate the 99% of American middle-class working people like me, because it is devastating. Now, by, the, by good fortune, obviously, I have diversified for all the years that I've been around for over 40, almost 40 years, I've maintained a consistent investment portfolio. Not huge, but a good one. But what's great is I have consistent returns. Why? Because I've always diversified. I've never been 
a one-trick pony, nor do I put one egg in one basket and try to watch that one egg in one basket carefully. That's, that's, that doesn't make any investment sense. It's, it's bad business. It's not good. So diversifying is the key to successful long-term growth, period. Again, it doesn't have to be millions of dollars. It can be thousands of dollars. It just, But you got to be a, a player. You got to be in the game and not a spectator. You got to participate in the markets in order to be successful. So with that said, what we're looking at is this clear and simple. 12, 15, 16 rate hikes. I've heard as many as 17. I've heard as little as 15. The 12 is almost not existence anymore. It's more like 15, 16, 17 on top of the one we've already had from the federal government or federal reserve. And then two, two, Bank of America raising gold prices to $2,500 this year, which is phenomenal, which, okay, I'll take that all day long. You mean, tell me I got a chance to make up to 25%? I'm in. I'll take it. When everything else is going south, no problem. And then you look at the last part, which is home ownership. So now all these people that got priced out of the market, whether it's the price of the house or the interest rates, they're renters, right? They're going to be renters. So again, it goes back, look at the headlines, read this stuff, diversify, give us a call. You've got our website. You've got our number. Call us today. I'd be happy to have any one of our, our senior account executives send you a proposal and understanding. Go to our site. Look at our rates of returns. Look at what we've done consistently for many, many years now. So this has been a great time, great opportunity to enlighten everybody and kind of give them what I consider to be give you all the basic essentials for, for great long-term potential growth in your investments. So I'm Christian Briggs, and this has been the Hard Asset Money Show, coming to you live from Puerto Rico. I wish everybody a great day and happy investing.